0: i was getting into smoking too much where i was like oh yeah you know i, I was i was lo- loving it and i was like i'm just gonna get yeah. terrible with this yeah so i cut it out you oh, know? You but i did, did it for five years five yeah wow well i just mean i started i, def- yeah. I shouldn't have i should have ever what started a fucking hero
1: 100 percent.
0: After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I heard that Mint Mobile wireless plans are just $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Just ask Niana that works here. I mean, she's thrilled with her Mint Mobile savings. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with premium wireless plans for just 15 bucks a month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plans, jaw-dropping, monthly bills, and unexpected overages. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash bears. That's mintmobile.com slash B-E-A-R-S. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bears. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. I'm so mad that I didn't get to try Coke before I like.
2: Yeah. Have you tried it at all? Never.
0: Oh, well, I've never tried Coke, but I am mean, I'm kind of bummed about it,
2: you know? Yeah. But it's one of those things, Tom, it's always there for you. You know, you can, <laughs> yeah. it's just uh, it's just one guy away usually. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can get it, <laughs> can get but it. I feel like now yeah. I'm, uh, it's too irresponsible. Sure. It'd be stupid. Not, you know, but you know, driving a sports car really fast and playing that basketball at was- <laughs> 50. I'm
0: fucking 42, man. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Do you know how often people are like, I thought you were 55? And I'm like, I'm more than a decade younger than you think. I'm sorry, man. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's also been my entire life. Oh, you just look older? I mean, at every... Like, yeah. When I was 17, I could go into bars, and they'd be like, hello, sir. Oh, that's a blessing. Like, yeah. That's a blessing. Kind of, yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, well, Coke is... Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know if it's your bag. You know, Not everybody takes to it. Yeah. It might not be your thing. Was I, it you know, immediate
0: for you? Like, the first time you're like, this is the shit?
2: Well, it was sort of... Um, I'm trying to remember. I, I was in high school, and uh, the boss at the restaurant that, that I was working at had it. And I, I don't think it was, The first time I did it, I thought it was great. But eventually... I I thought it was great. It was more of a a Ritalin effect. You know, you'd, I'd get jacked up, and it would just be like, "Hey, man, things are really okay. They're okay. Yeah, things are all right. Yeah, yeah okay, they're really good. And more things are going to happen soon. <laughs> yeah, dude, I like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's great. But unfortunately, it kind of turns on you because you know you're the guy at the bar, at like you know, ten minutes until closing time, thinking like. Shit's gonna turn around, yeah. Any yeah. minute, yeah, yeah. Any minute, that they're all gonna come in. It's gonna be a party. Cool stuff's gonna happen. Oh yeah, yeah. that chick's gonna, you know, get her head off the bar and realize how amazing I am. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess I feel like I had nights like that with alcohol. Oh yeah, well that was the thing that see the the guys who were boozers that got into coke primarily did it because they could drink more and longer. Yeah that was the thing yeah because like i think most people that got involved with coke that weren't buying like you know half ounces and you know eight you know eight balls reasonable but i mean it was to drink longer and to drink more yeah 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 that makes sense oh yeah Yeah, but the thing is is your body still reacts to the amount of alcohol that you put in it no matter what kind of coke you're on. right the booze is not like oh it's diffused now no and my problem with the blow was like there was always guys like, you know, who had connections to, you know, to for things to bring you, to get you down. Yeah. I forget what this guy, I just interviewed a guy who was a, a dope guy, a director. John, Would you need John that Suave? though? Would you need to get down? Well, no, be, well eventually because do you want to be laying in there in bed you know, like after the coke like, high is over, yeah. it's just your heart pounding uh-huh. and you wondering if you're going to die and <laughs> how long you can jerk off for. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the good part. Is that right? You know, it's like if you don't have Valium or you don't have something to get you down, yeah. you just jerk off like a monkey for yeah. hours, yeah, for it, hours. And, and that doesn't like, even work. And you're like, that doesn't put you down. No. And sometimes you got to do it twice and it's sad. It's hard. It's different. You know, yeah. you can like, you know, you know, come without a boner by the third time yeah. just because you're pulling at it so hard. Yeah. That's the fun part of coke, Tom. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
0: that i've had those uh not fully hard orgasms you're like this isn't supposed to happen like this.
2: the shower orgasms yeah yeah i don't know yeah i i guess you got to be careful with those because if if your dick gets used to it it's going to be a problem definitely (laughs) (laughs) dude you remind me too of i was i remember i went
0: to boston after i graduated college and I, i met this chick that worked at a bar yeah and i would just go to the bar and she, was, and she was like, well, I get off, you know, when we close, which yeah. was, I don't know, it was like 2 a.m. or something. Yeah. So I would just show up there like yeah. at 11 or something. Right. And then by two, she's like, you're hammered. I'm like, yeah, I'm sitting at a bar <laughs> waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> to fucking, what am I supposed to do here? Just drink water for three oh, hours? Oh, so she was like,
2: God, you always get so
0: fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, uh, you, yeah, you put bar. me on
2: all these around booze. Yeah, like, I, uh, I, well, I used to, I was just talking to this uh, friend of mine last night about this. Yeah, because I've been sober a long time, but we were listening to uh the replacements mm-hmm. and then that song Here Comes a Regular, mm-hmm. which is like just a sad song. Yeah. You know, about that guy, you know. Yeah. And I remember there've been I'm old, like I'm fifty seven. There's times in my life where I've been a regular at a bar. Yeah. And that's what you do if you're a, if you go to that, you're there to fucking get drunk. Yeah. And and have somebody go, You're all right to drive, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, of course I
0: am. You're always all right. To always drive. all right to drive. Yeah, I think about the uh, fact that I don't have a DUI is so insane to me. Dude, you know, like I wrecked, so many times,
2: I I wrecked a car. It was oh, what a fucking story that was. You you actually wrecked a car, shit faced, and did you get arrested? No, it was a miracle. It was a miracle. But like, I used to work at a restaurant uh, in in Boston. Sponsors. It's a sponsor. Isn't it great that, you know, we've all been been able to live our dreams as, you know, mediocre radio personalities on our (laughs) own terms? Who knew... That there would come a time in the world where everybody could just be an okay radio is, personality.
0: Isn't the celebration
2: and, though that it's actually like a real company? <laughs> like it's not sure. like Jim's oh, no. Coffee. Look, I got, I got you know, I, I don't. We don't do Starbucks, but we've done some shit. Yeah, we've done. Am I on this show or am I on another show? You're
0: on this show. This is the show I'm on. You're sitting in for fucking for Bert. shirtless. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, where is he, laughing to himself on stage somewhere? He's in Serbia shooting
2: a movie. Oh! Yeah. I think I saw some footage of, uh, of that. Oh, yeah? Did you see the footage of his mattress? No, I just saw him in the street uh, yeah, yeah. wandering around. So, yeah, I worked at a place in uh, Brookline, Massachusetts, yeah. called Matt Garrett's. And I used to I used to work the day shift as a waiter. I was a terrible waiter. And then i just, you know, change out of the Matt Garrett shirt and sit at the fucking bar. And, at the place? And close the place. <laughs> yeah, from... <laughs> The place that you work. Yeah. At? Oh yeah. And, you know and they, you know, they let me drink mostly for nothing, and all the tips that I'd made during the day would be gone, yeah. and I, wa- you know, kind of
0: oh, waddle man. out of
2: there. There's Dude. a novel right there. I feel so like I was right? drinking like a fucking, really sad one. I just remember like when someone turned me on to a Manhattan. I was like, what? what? Yeah. Do you remember those? Oh, you can still drink. But yeah. You're Like a human that's capable of doing things. Yeah. I, you're a guy that can have a cocktail, and not destroy everything in your life. <laughs> I mean. I, Yeah. For you, man. You Thanks, I'm real proud. proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Manhattan's like a a martini with bourbon. Yeah. So you just it's just straight bourbon with a a hit of vermouth. So you, yeah. it, the bourbon has no bite to it at all. I don't even know that. Is that what that is? Oh my god, it's the best. Uh, do you do you like martinis? I've, I've never really drank because I don't like olives, and people are always like. Oh, what? you don't have to put an olive in it. Okay. The point of the martini is the vermouth because then you barely taste the vodka, oh. you can just drink straight alcohol like water. Dude. Get on board, dude. I'm gonna get shit faced tonight. <laughs> at the store i'll watch you yeah yeah at the store let's go let's go <laughs> i'll get fucked up there i'll just tell uh, yeah it's uh, the magic of vermouth oh so the yeah how i avoided it uh, getting arrested yeah it's so funny because me and like delray you know dean delray yeah we're doing a podcast called dark fonzie and it's like it's a different approach to the middle-aged guy uh-huh. sitting around talking because we got no kids right He's got a dog. I got two cats. Yeah. So we just sort of sit around and talk about the dog and the cats. No yeah. cigar talk allowed. And there's a, no sports talk. And he's it's sober all, too. Yeah, he doesn't right. drink. It's all kind of music yeah, that's pants. Great. But you guys boots, know a
0: lot of that's perfect though. Cats. You guys are such the Boots Pants music guys though. <laughs> like if I want to hear about Boots and Pants and music, I'm just, I'm I'm just reaching you guys out up. to any
2: of uh any of the, the audience that enjoys these two sluggos <laughs> that that might not be t- totally on board if with, the, with the if thing. If you're over this bullshit we've been doing, <laughs> then uh hit up that you show. You want want to hear a couple of people with less problems? <laughs> no wives Uh, no cigars no sports just pure kind of like hey man it's kind of cool we don't have all this responsibility of regular people yeah if you want to
0: hear about Bert and my fantasy life check out (laughs) mark and dean (laughs) dark fonzie dark fonzie yeah but uh okay so here's what
2: happens yeah so wait how first of all how fucked up are you when you get in the car well, here was the deal, man. Back when I started doing comedy in Boston, it was like a one-nighter thing. You yeah. know, I, I paid all my dues doing one-nighters, right? right? So you drive out to wh- wherever the fuck the gig was. yeah. And, uh, you know, I, if you were opening, it was usually a two-man show, half hour, yeah. opener, 45, uh, closer. And that's how I learned how to do time probably opening somewhere. So I just remember I'm like down, like on the Cape or somewhere. And then we try to catch a rising star in Boston. Was sort of the hub mm-hmm. for us, for my crew. You know, we were not the downtown guys. We weren't the Knicks guys. We weren't the, the Gavins and the McDonald's. It was me and Louie and Dave Cross and guys like that. Yeah. But they'd give it. they'd us drink for free there. Right. So, you know, I'd drink at the fucking gig and then like I'd swam a couple and then I'm driving back just to get the catch, to get the free booze yeah so i just remember getting there and like only having enough time to knock back so so i I just remember getting shit faced to catch getting in my car and i'm gonna go pick up the woman i was seeing at her house and take her over to somerville right Mm -hmm. and it's like late and all i know is like i pick her up and uh you know i was i was not a happy guy and uh, i don't know what we were fighting about but all i know is that i'm speeding back you know, over into, you know, from Austin to wherever. I just remember coming over a bridge at like 80, you know, at night, shit faced, yelling at her. And we got pulled over by a cop. And, and I'm like, hey, yeah, I'm sorry, man. I know. I know. He's like, you all right? And I'm like, yeah, we're just trying to, we're fighting. We're fighting. And the guy just let me go. So, like, he's like, all right, just <laughs> that slow guy down. A lot slow with down, you. Yeah, right? Yeah.
0: He's like, my lady never shuts up. <laughs>
2: and so, but this is the worst thing. It it was just I, I, that was the first stroke of luck I guess and I don't know but we get that we get to a block away from where I live and we're still fighting and I'm like fuck you fuck this I'm taking you home and I and I'm shit faced and I cut this U turn and there's no room to navigate it so I, I just like I just slam it into a car that's parked like knock it up onto the fucking holy uh, under the curb and i'm like and it's like two in the morning i'm like fuck and we're a block away from my house so all i'm thinking is like gotta get home And the car's like there's shit coming out and i'm driving and there's no way it's gonna drive it's not gonna make it a block away so i turn left and then like at this point you know people are coming out of their homes because they've heard the sure, accident. Sure, they heard a gun go right. off, yeah. basically. Yeah. Right. So they're coming. They're in bathrooms. It's like the end of a musical. Yeah. You know, there's just yeah. like, everyone's
3: coming out. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm like, oh, what was that? like, yeah. What is the commotion? <laughs> Me. So, and of course, my, you know, my girlfriend, we're not hurt, but we're standing there. The, the car is hissing and smoking. And then a cop comes and like, I'm fucked, man. And then another cop comes and the cop I'm dealing with, he's like, so what happened? I'm like, I, I, I took a U-turn and hit that car and, uh, you know, and it's like, so why is the car over here? Oh, I was trying to get home to call you guys. Yeah. I wanted, to, I wanted your help. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was just trying to, I just live over there. So I thought I'd get the car home and then call you guys. Like he, like he was buying that. Yeah, He's like, so you left the scene of like, I don't know if that's, you know, I get, yeah, I guess so. Well, so. So I'm standing there, the car's fucked up. And he's making me do the touch your nose. Oh, thing. he's making you oh, do yeah. it. and that and my and my girlfriend's sitting there watching this, the, the idiot that just hit a parked car, yeah, shit faced, and now I'm doing the, you know, walking backwards and touching my nose. And I'm like fucked, man. Yeah, and the car is immovable. And then this miracle happens, like another miracle the second cop miracle of the night. Some other cops drive up and they're you know, like driving fast and they stop. And in my recollection, the cop in the car that pulls up says, there's some guy robbing the bakery right now. And all these cops, the two cops that, that were dealing with me were like, ooh, like kids. They're like, yeah. oh, we get and, and, the, yeah. and the and the cop goes like, you okay? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, can you get it home? I'm like, no, yeah, no problem. And he gives me a ticket for leaving the scene of property damage. And he splits. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's amazing. That's amazing. But it turns out that I had to go to court on that. I thought it was just like, where do you pay? But the, it wasn't No, I didn't DUI, get busted DUI. But I didn't realize that leaving the scene of property damages, you know, you got to be arraigned for that. Yeah. You can't just like, no. how much is this ticket? Do you pay? Yeah. But no, you got to go to court. Dude, I, I didn't, I got to,
0: before it became legal here. Yeah. I was fucking, I would. you know, when you first moved to LA, friends visit, you get there's like four places you should see this yeah right. yeah right right i take the guy to what are the four that you, you well i think done? at the Griffin time it was like what? yeah like that it was like go on a hike yeah, at yeah. like you runyon. Know, runyon canyon yeah, yeah. go to like venice beach or, was, or i knew
2: yeah. a couple beaches in yeah. malibu go see like the the cancerous dogs go see the venice dogs beach. coughing yeah.
0: yeah uh i took people to malibu too because i was like you want to see malibu yeah, you and know? then you, there's nothing there and you yeah, just like, yeah like, i guess we're here is this it this is the ocean
2: there's a there's a supermarket
0: so i take them on pch yeah and we go, we're at, we're in, in Malibu and there are cars parked all up and down PCH, right? Yeah. And I find a, a gap and I right. park, I'm one of a hundred cars. Yeah, He's in the passenger seat and he goes, you want to smoke a bowl before we get, go to the beach? And I go, I'm good. He yeah. goes, all right, I'm going to. And I was like, okay. Yeah. So he, he smokes and then a California highway patrol guy passes us this way and then he does a u-turn and i'm like oh that's interesting and i see him come around and then he pulls up in front so this guy had just smoked right there's no smoke in the car anymore but obviously it smells he gets out of the car and walks up to my car and he goes you can't park here and i was like there's like 200 cars parked here And he goes yeah they're all illegally parked i can tow every car here i was like are you gonna and he was like you just you can't park here and i go okay just you just just you (laughs) and i'm like all right man and he goes so uh who's smoking he just says it like that who's smoking and i'm trying to not like throw him under but thinking that since i'm driving he's gonna so i just i kind of go like (laughs) i look at him and my friend goes nobody here sir And he goes... He's the pro. Yeah, he's like... He goes, get out of the fucking car. And I'm like, what? He goes, you think I can't smell that? Yeah. And I was like... God damn. And I'm just looking at my friend like, you fucking dipshit. Like, yeah. just say something. So then he takes me and he puts me in the back of his car. Oh, my God. And he's like... Full treatment. The full treatment. Yeah. He's like... He goes, where is it? And I go, I, I, go, I really don't know. It's not mine. Yeah. And I'm not even saying say it's his. I'm just like, it's not mine and I don't know where it is. Yeah. And he goes, okay, we're going to play this game. <laughs> Boom. Shuts the door. I was like, fuck, man. He takes him out of the car. It's a black car. Yeah. He's shirtless because we're about to go to the ocean. Cuffs him and lays him bare chested on the black car, right? Like in the heat. And yeah. me, my friend's like, ah <laughs> I could hear him. He's like,
3: fuck, it's hot.
0: And I see him talking to him. Then he comes back to me. He goes, your friend says it's yours. And I go, well, I go, it's not. What are you talking about, man? He th-
3: he, he just he's like trying you
0: to it. Yeah. Well, I, know, I don't think he's said that. I think he's trying to. Oh, he's playing that game? Yeah, playing the game. Yeah, trying like, to he find said it. it's yours. And I'm like, it's not. I don't have it. So the it. guy in the car,
2: the guy cuffed on the car didn't talk. Yeah, yeah. And he's trying
0: to. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Hell of so, his mud, huh? He goes, all right. He goes, uh, he comes back. He goes, I got it. Um, it's your car. So it's yours. And I was like. And I get so nervous, right? I'm scared. I'm like, I go, is there there anything I can do? And he goes, what? And I go, dude, I swear to God, I go, I'll mow mow your lawn. He's like, what? And I go, I'll mow your lawn for a year. And he's like, you'll mow my lawn. And I'm like, to not be in trouble? He's like, no. And I'm like, okay. So that was all you had? Yeah, I I didn't know (laughs) what else to say. I was like, I thought that was a very nice offer. You have clean your lawn. Yeah, we can't negotiate it. Yeah, man, let's work this out. And so then he he opens the door. He lets me out. He goes, you're getting a ticket? I'm like, fuck. And I'm thinking I'm going to jail. I'm like, am I yeah. going to jail? And he yeah. like, no. You get a ticket, and I'm going to tow your car. And I was like, where? And he's like, to one of these like places here. And I go, why? He goes, just to make it like difficult on you. And I was like, okay. And he's like he's like so just wait here for the tow truck yeah and then you'll just go there and then you'll have to pay for that too and get that out and i was like just to like fuck up my day and he was like right And i was like okay so we wait like 10 minutes and it's fucking hot it was like july or something and he's like fuck it he goes it's so goddamn hot out here i don't feel like waiting anymore he goes just get in your car you you know we're not waiting for the tow truck and i go great So then I pull into the fucking parking lot that was right there and I park. Yeah. And I'm like, "Hey man, like I have a ticket now." And you could have just said he goes, "Yeah, I didn't know what to say, so I thought I could just say that it wasn't any of us." <laughs> and then I get the ticket and I realize I think I'm just paying a ticket and they're like, yeah. "No, you have to sh- at the time, you had to show up to court for possession." Yeah. So I I show up to court just like I'm working at a restaurant here in LA and I, I, don't, I have nothing arranged, I'm just like, oh, I don't know what to do here. Yeah. And I walk up to a guy, he's like a public defender. I'm like, will you like represent me? Like right there at court. He's like, you need, you need legal defense? For and I was like, I think so. And he goes, how much money do you make? And I was like, uh, not a lot. He's like, well, how much? I'm like, I don't know, like $600 a week. He goes, oh, that's way too much. I'm like, that's too much money to make? He's like, for, like, for me, yeah. I'm like, so then I go into court yeah. and I'm like alone. And he still stands up for me. He's like, your honor. This man, uh, I spoke to him. I'm not representing him, but I, I can help him a little bit. And I'm like, oh my God. And she's like reading the charges and she's like, how do you plead? And I just look at him and I'm like, I don't know. And he's like, I was like, guilty. <laughs> and she's like, all right, use this, blah, blah, blah. And she goes, you can have it expunged in a year if you follow this protocol. And I was like, okay. And then she's like, you can leave now. And I was like, okay, thank you. And I just like, I paid
2: $270. And And the protocol was mowing that cop's yard. I mowed it. She was like, you have to go clean the hedges. I was like, you got it. Yeah, when I went to court on that, on that leaving this thing to property damage, my buddy who was living in this house that I was living, I lived in a house with like 12 other people. Oh, shit. Uh, No, it wasn't that many. I don't know how many it was. It was was changing, you know? Yeah, yeah. And his girlfriend had a, uh, I don't know, a cousin. I I got a lawyer Mm -hmm. who was going to help me out. And, you know, he said it was my first offense. It was a real thing, leaving the property damaged. But I didn't have it, it wasn't a DUI, but the cop had to testify. He was there and everything else. And somehow the lawyer brought up that I was a stand up comic and I was coming home late and it was a ba ba. And, you know, all this thing, he got me off. You know, they dismissed it. And then afterwards, the, co- the cop comes up and like, No, you're a comic. Yeah. If, if I come to your show, you're going to bust my balls. I'm <laughs> like, Oh, yeah. 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 It's going <laughs> to happen. Yeah. No, dude. Yeah. Just let me know if you want to. The fuck it. Is- no. No. Of course not. <laughs> you got any funny stuff yeah you got any jokes yeah well that's the worst because you know the kind of comic i am it's difficult for most people <laughs> so like <you> know... <laughs> tell me a joke to, to you is not the thing can you sit down yeah <laughs> you have to work it out in front <laughs> of you quick. how much time do you have <laughs> yeah. for your joke sometimes it takes me a
0: while to get there you know my dad took me to a he goes i want you to go to lunch with my friend today yeah, this also, was like a couple of years. i was like okay I, and i go the guy was in his 80s okay which is fine but so the guy goes like immediately sit down he's like i got one for you I'm like immediately i go what one what he's like so a guy walks into a bar right and he starts telling me these like street jokes and i'm like giving like polite that's like, a much older man and right, right. he goes now you go <laughs> and i go what and he goes tell me some of yours and I go, oh, I don't I don't have jokes like that. He goes, what the hell do you do up there? Your dad said you're a comedian. And I was like, they're longer. And he's like, okay, tell me one. I go, it's not it's not going to work, man. And he's like, what the fuck? Did like, you do it though? No. The only time I ever did that which was with the worst experience of my life was I did a call-in one time to radio, I remember, in, in Baltimore. Yeah. And I had a show coming up. And the guy's like, oh, you're going to be at the club. And blah, 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 blah. he's like, all right let's hear something and i go nah nah yeah Yeah, he's like just give me one and i go nah (laughs) he's like go ahead give it to us give us give us a little taste (laughs) and i was like okay and i just started doing like a A bit like i just went into a bit yeah and it ended and he was like okay (laughs) (laughs) and i just I was sitting there in my hotel room like this, like, 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 I want to die. And then I hung up and then people started to message me. They're like, you're getting ripped apart by this radio guy right now. (laughs) Like, as being an absolute
2: piece of shit comedian. I was like, he knew what he was doing. We fucking... (laughs) We spent our lives hating these regional radio douchebags, and I just can't believe we're all radio guys now. We are.
0: We are. We are. We're all all
2: radio guys. I never thought about it like that until Kevin Christie pointed it out to me. It's like, like, I guess everyone's just doing drive time radio now. I'm like, oh, fuck. The only difference is we're drive
0: time radio. We're radio guys with no boss that's no the no big i no,
2: of course and yeah. it is a big difference and you can listen to it whenever you want it's just I, but I, we are, we I, are. Ju- I just tell you do i I've, i haven't told you this story but i told this story before but people don't really realize it and I've, i have respect for radio guys i yeah. used to like once you got the hang of uh, being on the road and doing morning radio like understanding like because you can sell fucking tickets yeah if you nail that radio gig and it makes a big difference whether that guy's a like giving like, or a dick. Yes, like if you're going to get into a cockfight, you know, like they're threatened because they're the funny guy, or yeah. they used to do comedy, but you know they had too many kids and they had to do this yeah. now. Or, yeah, yeah. or if you walk in there and the sidekick is like, you know, a guy you knew who used to do comedy, like, yeah. hey, didn't you like? Nah, this is going to be a problem. Yeah. Or yeah. else it's not. But there are some great crews, and I used to look forward to sometimes uh, doing it. And once I hosted radio myself, you start to realize the pressure, what what what's going on there. Totally. Like when I did morning radio for Air America, which was a fundamentally a comedy show, mm-hmm. it's like you'd have guests, and you'd be sitting there going, like, you know, we got we got a lot of momentum going here. We've been up since six, and we're fucking jacked. And this thing is happening yeah. we're getting people to work we're making people feel better are you gonna come in here and shit the fucking bed stupid yeah and you don't know right and so like you start to realize when you go when you go do those radio shows they're just sort of like ugh What's he going to do? And they never have good stories about comics because a lot of comics, they're like, they roll out of bed. They feel like they have to do it and they just get there and they don't give nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So they've got a beef already. Guilty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They used to hate me. All of them. I just like, if if they're going and I can just jump on, I'll do it. I'll yeah. do it. I,
0: I I ride your wave though, man. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, Right. Like, right. If right. You, if I come in and there's any type of like standoffishness from you, you're going to get nothing no, it, from me. Whether you hydrate to live or live to hydrate, Liquid IV quenches your thirst faster than water alone. With three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness, all in a single sugar-free stick. I got into the sugar-free sticks, and I was one of those people who was like, oh, is this going to taste horrible now? I actually think... It tastes better than any uh, a sports drink that has sugar. It's incredible, and you get hydrated in such an amazing way. I take them with me everywhere. One stick of Liquid IV and 16 ounces of water hydrates better than water alone. It has three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink. Liquid IV contains no artificial sweeteners plus zero sugar in the sugar free version. It has eight vitamins and nutrients and is non GMO and free from gluten, dairy, and soy. However, you hydrate, Grab your Liquid IV Hydration Multiplier sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco or get 20% off when you first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code CAVE at checkout as 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using
1: promo code CAVE at liquidiv.com. Getting engaged is special for so many reasons. You get to plan the perfect proposal, celebrate the love you've built so far, and look forward to the love you'll build for the rest of your lives. The only part that is not so special shopping for an engagement ring. If you don't know what you're doing, it can be a nightmare. That's where blue Nile.com comes in. Blue Nile is the original online jeweler since 1999. They've helped millions of couples create their perfect engagement ring with blue Nile. You can create a bigger, more brilliant piece than you can imagine at a price you won't find at a traditional jeweler. They are committed to ensuring that the highest ethical standards are observed when sourcing diamonds and jewelry blue Nile offers 100% satisfaction guaranteed with guaranteed free shipping and returns right now you can get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more with code bears at blue com. That's $50 off with code bears at blue com. blue com. And that's in the egos of some of those guys. Yes. Well, that's the
2: story. Like I tell like cause I've done radio. I know what, I know what it means. I know what you're working towards. You know, yeah. you're, you're working towards breaks. Yeah. And you want to keep hold people over the break. Yeah. Right. And then, you know, you come back in and you're like, we're here with Tom Segura. You yeah. reset, you know. Yeah. And, yeah. and but I was doing Bob and Tom uh-huh. uh, in uh, wherever it was in Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Right. And and I don't mind. I didn't mind those guys. Yeah. He's difficult. You know, Tom was Bob was great, but Bob's gone. I don't even know what's over there. It's just I think it's just Tom and and, and, and you know, Chick yeah. and whatever's. I don't know what's going on. But I just remember when podcasting started, it was the beginning of podcasting, and you know, Tom sees himself, all these guys think they're the best interviewers. Yeah. yeah these fucking guys, you know, yeah. like, I'm pretty good at, you know, I can. whatever. Hold on, Bill Clinton's on the line. Yeah. Go yeah. ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and then they got the guy doing the voice. Oh, hey, Tom. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. So, so Tom's like, you know, he's starting in on it, and he knows I'm, I'm a podcaster, you know, we're just starting out, there's like nine podcasts. He's like, he just looks at me and goes, you know what the problem is with these podcasters? And I'm like, What what? And he goes, they don't know how to reset. And I'm like, there's no reason to reset. Yeah. They, they tuned in for the show. It's yeah. not we're not coming back from a break, stupid. It's just like <laughs> But that was this big, you know, thing. That was yeah. like, these guys don't got the chops, the, the, on the resetting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's because like they, they said, I'm going to listen to Mark Marin's show. Yeah. And there's there's no breaks. I'm, right. It's just continuous. Like, I'm mm-hmm. choosing it. It's yeah. not live. This is
0: on demand. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you know how to reset these kids. These kids. <laughs> Yeah, all the radio guys were like that for a minute. I mean, Howard was famously like like he's like, You have more listeners like screaming out of your window. If you you know, it like I, I think know. it was just like new, it felt like it was Maybe to some of them, like uh, a thread or some uh, some some version I did, of that. I never
2: listened to like I never really listened much to talk radio. Like you know, I, I'm not a big radio guy. You know, even when I started doing it, i hadn't, I hadn't listened. I can't say that I've listened to a whole Howard ever. Mm-hmm. Maybe um, I used to I, I'd listen to you know just I'd just turn on talk radio like news and shit like yeah, that and sure. uh, and music. But yeah. like you start to realize like the desperation you never know what you're going to walk into with radio. <laughs> never. It's like no. I was in Cleveland and like, I just, I, I, ba- I barely remember the story. You're up. They woke you up. The guy, you know, some lackey from the club is driving you. Did you ever do, do you remember doing like, uh, uh, you know, the com? what was the broad ripple in, in, in Indian, in Indianapolis? Oh yeah. And her father would take you. Yes. You remember the little, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'd get there and there'd be like full meals there, like crock pots full. Yes. Yeah, like- and they do the, that's where they do They're like, what are the bits you're going to do? That on? was Bob and Tom. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I, that's fine with me. Yeah. You know, lead me in. Do yeah. me a favor. Yeah. But um, I remember getting out, you know, driving to a, a show in Cleveland mm-hmm. and just getting off the elevator and there's chaos Some guy runs by without a shirt. And I'm like, the fuck is happening? Yeah. You know, and it's just clearly there's something wrong. And then some like, you know, some uh, intern or something runs up to me. It's like, we got to change studios, man. Something went wrong with the puke cannon. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like 6 30 yeah what happened The puke cannon backfired man <laughs> it did yeah yeah <laughs> oh yeah on radio on, ra- on radio the puke cannon backfired my favorite like, <laughs> these idiots had rigged up a wind blower, a leaf blower and uh, to to do something you yeah. yeah. have a guy drink milk and there, there was a funnel involved and like wow, how is this a radio bit i know the
0: the the best of that was uh when i was in hartford yeah I was doing this piece of shit radio show in a piece of shit building. And they're just like, oh, I remember like they had like the fucking oldest board. Looked like the the first year (laughs) a board came out. And these rickety mics. And they're like, oh, sit over here like to wait. And they just had me sit like there. Yeah, I was like, is this the waiting room? Yeah, And then they're like, all right, we're going to come out of this break and then just take over. And I go, what do you mean? And he's like, just do like, you know, it's your time to shine. And I go, what are you going to ask? And he was like, what, what do you mean? (laughs) He's like, just do whatever you want to do. And I was like, I don't really want to do anything. And he goes, well, no, man, we have like 30 seconds. And I go, okay. But I mean, when when you say take over, you mean like I run the segment? He's like, if you want to. And I go, he goes, man, last week, Bobby Lee was here. He got naked. And I go, how'd that work on radio? And he's like, what? I go, did it play to the people listening in their cars? And he was like, "Uh, look, man, just do What do you want to do? And I was like, just ask me some questions, man. He was so nervous. He was like, oh, my God. And he pulled up my bio. And I had a fake bio, like as a joke. He's like, so you were in the NFL? And I was like, yeah, man. (laughs) Six seasons. And he was like, oh. He didn't know. He He just just kept going. I I was like, I don't know. I just, I hated a so little interest in you. Because some of the times they would just do like a little bit of research. Or they'd like have the as, open wiki page. Yeah. They, yeah, 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 yeah. They're, 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 uh, you were born since yeah, you get New that? Jersey. I'm like, huh? yeah. born in New Jersey. Yeah. 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 How was that? Like, it was good. It was I was good. eight yeah. when we yeah. left. Yeah. Six when we left. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but if they did like a little bit,
2: like if they were just like, you know, I yeah. don't know, just a little bit, all of a sudden you go like, oh, and then you want to give more. Well, I just like it when they're, they're like, you walk in and they're like, we were just talking about this. And I'm like, yes,
0: great. 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 I'll great. talk about that. Yeah.
2: There's yeah. some good. I mean, I I always like doing Preston and
0: Steve. Yeah, and, great, those guys. Kelly. Yeah, those guys are great. There's an Orlando show that I was like,
2: I was like, oh, it's Orlando. I said no. It was a great morning show. I forget the name. Yeah, of Yeah, Preston show. and Steve are good. Matt and Heidi are good here you know uh yeah they're they're fun to do and there's like you know john DeBella, is that his name he's also in philly the the yes. old dude with the big curly mustache yes, that's right. he's a nice guy nice guy you yeah. know been around for a long time it's a very kind of nice interview it's yeah not, they they yeah. he
0: wants that's the thing is yeah.
2: those like three shows want it well those guys of that generation that got crushed by howard and yeah. are still in the game yeah you know it's uh yeah no there's some there's some good ones we used to do when i moved to san francisco Alex Bennett was he, Alex Bennett had like sort of defined the comedy scene in San Francisco by having comics on the morning show constantly. And he was sort of one of those guys that Stern pushed out and, like, one of the guys like, yeah, it was, I, I invented it. And, you know, and yeah. Howard just ran with it, you know, like, all right. But by the time we got there, by the time I got to San Francisco, it was like, I don't know. He was kind of that whole thing had kind of waned. He had this live in studio audience, and at this point, it was just you know, guy in a Star Trek outfit, yeah. Some dude who brought dope, you know, brought weed, and there was like it was kind of like this tragic thing. And he'd have three comics in there, and in my recollection, all you would do is just sit there and listen to Alex complain about his stomach. Like, has anyone got a? I feel a little flu. Anyone else feel flu? Like it's hot in here. Like it just went on for fucking ever. Just complaining. Yeah, but I remember like I just got, I just. You just sit there and you try to riff, and you think it was important because you had other good comics there. But I one time I went after Craig Shoemaker. Like I was just talking about this to somebody the other night, and I don't know. Like I wouldn't be surprised if that guy was still mad at me for this. You, was he in the? Yeah, he was. Well, he was. A, he was a, a touring guy. He wasn't one of the local comics. But I at that you. time, San Francisco. Yeah. Before everyone left, there was a lot of us there. Yeah. I mean, I got to San Francisco, uh, the same around the same month that Patton did and Blaine Capach, and then there was the scene that was still there. A lot of people had left. And but you there went was... there before LA, right? Well, I went, after college, uh, I, 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 be, I went to LA, became a doorman at the store, and then got fucked up on drugs, and I went back to Boston, started my career in Boston, started working in 88 uh, professionally, and then I moved to New York, 89, 92, I moved to, yeah, San Francisco. Damn. And then I went back to New York in 95, and then, you know, I, I ended up back out here Fuck. in 2000. Yeah, that's a lot of like chasing the dream. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. chasing it in like all the good cities, though. Well, yeah, yeah. So. I mean, the, all of them had something to offer. Um, but uh, but with Alex, like I just like I used to get so fucking just it would just play on my nerves. You know? uh-huh. And like in Shoemaker was like just represented. You know, the, he was like the, the there was a sort of element of the king of Hackham to a certain degree. You know, mm-hmm. there was he just yeah. And I'm not trying to start shit with Craig, but how could this not? Yeah, he 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 did. But I I got nothing against the guy. Mm. Maybe at that time.
0: I'm sure he'll take it as
2: well. (laughs) Maybe at that time, you know, I I was a little more, you know, aggravated about every look, if you can survive in this business, God bless. Yeah. But so he's, like, every time a guest, a real guest would come in, he treated the three comics that were sitting there like fucking children. Mm-hmm. And he'd be like, all right, so I'm just going to handle the interview. Again, because I'm the best interviewer. So we had to sit what there. Alex would do. Yeah. yeah. So we had to sit there like kids. Yeah. While he talked to the, you know, the actor, or the musician, whoever. Yeah. It was. And it was Shoemaker. And it would be, it kind of bother me. So it's like, he's just a comic. Right. So he's the real guest. He's oh, the real right, guy. right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, they're having this really, <sighs> I, was, I was such a fucking cunt. I'm like. They're having this, like, real conversation about divorce, you know, Uh and stuff. And, you know, it's kind of like, you know, Alex is talking about and and Craig had just been divorced, and it's really kind of like, you know, it's kind of getting deep, and I just start going like, what happened, love master? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my (laughs) God. I know, I know, I know. Couldn't hold on to your woman, love master. And it's like, and like, Ben is just looking at me like, would you shut up? What do you, you know, I'm like, oh, my God. And how did Craig take it? he started taking well he just sort of no he just was kind of taken aback and like they both be acting like are you mocking my pain and my yeah exactly (laughs) yeah he's like you know this was sort of like why is the child talking yeah yeah Yeah. and then i don't remember how it ended it was it was too early to remember anything i i did morning radio for a year and a half i don't know how i did it i don't know what happened i don't remember who i talked to it's like you're still asleep totally i used to get up and i would drink like a gallon of fucking dunkin donuts coffee and eat m&ms throughout the morning just a- from six to nine just jam how long were you doing this for i did for like a year and a half wow oh it's it's uh quite a life man because we we had to do news and shit like i was like i was driving the show and then my my partner mark riley he was like the news guy and it was like lefty talk radio yeah but like we were fundamentally you know a comedy show and we were doing bits all the time Writing bits. But i get up at like three in the fucking morning. No, Every dude. day, dude. That's... Every day. And i try to do, you walk around feeling like you were just in a really long pillow fight. And just yeah. Like, kind of like, what's, I don't. It you know. fucks with your head. Totally. Yeah. And you have to like be in bed by 8.30. And if, if if 9.30 happens, you're like, oh, fuck. I'm fucked. Oh, yeah. I had
0: post-production job here in LA for a while, right? Yeah. At one point, I was on the graveyard shift. Yeah. Completely. It completely ruins your life. Yeah. I'd yeah. show up to work at 7 p.m. <laughs> And we'd be done at 7, 8. Oh, no. And, like, I had a cool, like, cool boss who every once in a while, like, I wouldn't do it every week, but I would be like, hey, like, this week on these days, can I go do spots? Yeah. Or, and he he would let it go. Or every once in a while, I would ask for, like, a day off. But most of the time, you're just like, I mean, I remember your body,
2: like, never really adjusts to being awake No, you always feel nauseous. Yes. And fucked up. And then you've got to, like, you know, I started to, I got into the mindset where it's like, if I can get eight in... Even if it's in separate chunks. Yeah. I'm good. So I like I'd finish the show, I'd go home, and then I'd sleep from like, you know, noon to three. And I'm like, okay, that's three. Yeah. You, oh, you right. know? And then Picking like, up your hours. Right. And then like on weekends I'd want to do spots, but you're still out of it. You can never readjust. You can't adjust. So I would just try to get these packages of sleep in. Yeah. And I, I don't know you don't have a life you can't have a life it was impossible to yeah because you feel like you have the flu all the time you do And
0: you if like friendships relationships they just don't, nothing nothing really evolves i remember at first you're always panicked you know to like like one of the job starts, don't fuck this up and don't get in trouble once i got comfortable yeah i would find like an empty edit bay and oh, I'd yeah, be like, i'm gonna crash. go crashing yeah. here <laughs> yeah, and i remember him. like like editors i was cool with who would be coming they were like down the hall we can hear you snoring oh. <laughs> like in this edit bay
2: I was like, really? And they're like, it's wild, man. <laughs> towards, the, towards the end of my reign on morning radio, when we knew the jig was up, my partner just stopped giving a fuck. Really? About, yeah, he would literally fall asleep while I was talking to him. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> Dude. I'd be like, hey, what do you think, Mark? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, <I>, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. It was ridiculous. You don't
3: give a fuck at all. <laughs> zero. Zero.
0: Fucking
2: Dude. sleeping on the air. He went right there on the mic oh my god man that was the worst i but i remember getting up like i used to like there was a certain heroic element too I, I used to run the i used to be like a like a short order guy mm-hmm. at a restaurant you know and uh when i was in college and after college when i started doing comedy i, I usually work in restaurants but like i'd have to open the place make pancakes get the batter going get the really? grill up do the eggs do the sandwiches, and like there was something about like fucking partying till like, you know, three or four in the morning and yeah. then being able to show up at five, six to open the restaurant yeah. and still have like a little bit of blow. See, that was yeah. the, that's where you learned how to do Dude, blow. See, that's where you learned. How, like the best part about blow was if you could fucking find it in your fucking heart to set aside a little for the morning. That was, that, <laughs> if like that, then you're a real pro, man. Yeah. Because like I have you at work at six. I'm just gonna keep these two bumps. Yeah. For and then but you know, then there's usually a manager at the place that yeah. get, can get blows. So you know, you do your morning bumps, you get the batter going, you, you have the lines coming in, you got the dupes coming up, and you're like, dude, do you got you know, so then you're jammed by the time <laughs> you get off. What work. would morning blow feel like though? Would it Oh it's so great. It, it was so it's like you never smoked cigarettes either? Yeah, I did. Oh, so you remember the the first cup of coffee and the first cigarette of the yeah, day? Yeah, yeah. How good that was? Yeah. It's like twice as good as that. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I might, I might have to get my mom on some blow because she loves that too. Oh God! The oh, this first cigarette and coffee like that oh, can last two hours. The great thing about being at a comic, especially when you, you 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 know you you had jobs that would just enable you to do that. It's like you could get up and do coffee and cigarettes for two hours. Easy, yeah. Oh yeah, to the point where you needed a nap. You yeah. know, like <laughs> I, <laughs> I stopped. It, it came out the other side, cigarettes,
0: because of how much I was making it a part of being a comic oh yeah you know yeah. and like i realized that i was just getting deeper deeper like i used to be like the kind of person to be like yeah give me a cigarette when we can smoke on stage you mean well i i did it on stage a few times but i mean that so i wasn't a smoker and then i start smoking after i started doing stand-up and then i was like oh this is fun to do before a set yeah after a set thinking about sets yeah, yeah, writing yeah, yeah and i just became like i was getting into smoking too much where i was like oh yeah you know i, I was i was lo- loving it and i was like i'm just gonna get. Yeah. I'm terrible with this yeah. so I cut it out you oh, know? You but should. I did it for five years five? yeah wow well I just mean I started I, I shouldn't
2: have I shouldn't have ever what started what a fucking hero <laughs> I started I fucking started at 14 could not get off the shit for most of my life are you over it now? I mean, yes, barely you? yeah well I mean I didn't smoke but nicotine was a motherfucker I mean I like you know I smoked like I don't I think I had my last cigarette probably in 99 Jesus but then like but then well, I was like thirty five is when I got sober. But then I was like I would I would do the nicotine gum and then I was doing nicotine lozenges up until two years ago. Okay. Like I would smoke cigars, like like all these idiots who smoke cigars, like, you know, sit around in the cigar circle and try to figure out who the alpha is. Yeah, I smoke cigars. Yeah. <laughs> I I got no problem with it. I fucking love it. <laughs> yeah, it's but fun. my problem is is like just in the same way that you apparently can have a cocktail occasionally. Yeah, yeah. I'll have one cigar and then like you know then I'll have another one you know in uh, a few days later. But you know, give me a month and I'm smoking two or three a day. Yeah, and yeah. I'm fucked. Yeah, I'm fucked. I'm just sitting on my porch sweating. Yeah, and then yeah. I got to get back on the nicotine loss and just to get off the cigars. So, yeah, and then like oh fuck it. It's been it, it'll be two years in August with no nicotine at all. So wow. But I'm 57. Okay. So you you did it a little longer than me. (laughs) Do you know what a dipshit I felt like starting
0: cigarettes though? Because what age? 25. Stupid. Like everybody who I I, I knew is smoked, they're like, yeah, I started as a teenager. And I'm like, yeah, I kind of made it past that, but I want to get started now.
2: I want to get started now. It's a roll of the dice. You're lucky you don't have the bug, man, because it's like, I don't know. Like with anything, like I don't have any... Anything right now, but the coffee. And there's always this part of my being that is sort of like, you know, I got to, where's the, it's just this like weird itch yeah. for relief. Yes. You know, and, it, you know, with coffee works for the most part, but like I've been on this fucking sugar detox yeah for like two and a half weeks sugar's a motherfucker man. but i got off it and i feel pretty good and i can i know that i'm getting drawn that's the fucked up thing i like losing weight mm-hmm. but when you get my age if you cross a certain line you look a hundred yeah 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 <laughs> right right it's true and you feel great you're like yes. man i'm in the best shape People ever are People are like, but are like but you're old as fuck are you, huh? are you okay <laughs> do you have cancer <laughs> no it's <laughs> terrible I know.
0: As soon as you lose, like, a, a, it's over a line where you, yeah. well, you start to see, like, bones. Right. You and, want to keep yeah. your face plump. Yeah. 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 You're yeah. good with that. Thanks. <laughs> I, uh, I, it's been a struggle. Yeah. But, uh, um, to keep it fat? Especially. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm, I'm one of those guys. I just keep eating and I, nothing happens. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. No, it's great. You know, you, you know, you're, you've been fat when, like, I'm down, like, 30 some pounds right now from, yeah you look from better December. I've seen you yeah. and people are like if you lost weight and i'm like it's a pretty significant amount
2: <laughs> they're, they're like oh i fucking like my mother was uh, is it like a professional eating disorder like she uh, her life is managing an eating disorder right uh and she's very proud of it like <laughs> you know like she likes she's weighed 116 pounds her entire life and wow. she maintains it you know exercise and eating like weird shit uh, it was so beautiful though, because she made me crazy, yeah, you know, about Food weight in yeah, my yeah. whole life, yeah. you know, like and wear the husky pants for my fat son, so yeah, but uh, but now like after during the pandemic, she put on like fifteen twenty pounds, so I went down to visit her in Florida, and she's and she like, you can't say anything anymore, no, look at you fatty, you know. Like, but that's not true. She looked great. She looked the best she, she had, had. Did you give her shit about it? I did not. But she did, like, I could tell it was wearing on her. Because it's yeah. her whole life. Yeah. And she's like, I don't know if I can take it off. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I just, oh, you know, I wasn't going to, you know, I'm not yeah. going to yeah. hit her when she's down. She right. she has it coming, but I'm not going to. Yeah. I'm just going <laughs> to let it be. But the point being, like, uh, when I started losing weight, I get I get into it. Like, before, when I was going into the third season of GLOW, mm-hmm um you know i wanted to make sure i was kind of lean because you know you're going to sit around and eat all the time on set that's all you fucking do right craft services whatever oh there's a cake you know yeah. it's like what deserted every meal and i don't know how what do how what is it with gaffers and crew people they can just eat cake and ice cream with every fucking with meal every meal what is that i don't know and, you, and you're thinking like, why can't I do that? Because you can't. Yeah. I don't know what their life is or what their metabolism is. They have yeah. real jobs. Yeah. They
0: burn it off. They're fucking picking shit yeah, up all day. Yeah. I you're guess. not,
2: they're not just sitting in a chair with their name on it. Yeah. Waiting to say three things <laughs> in an outfit that isn't theirs. Yeah. So. <laughs> 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 True. But, but I got, I got, I started losing weight. And then I just like I just couldn't stop, right? So and I think I look great. Yeah. And by the time you know I'm doing glow, I'm like, this is great. You know, the pants are fitting and I got a little leeway yeah. to eat. And I look at that season, I look like I had cancer. Really? Well, oh yeah. <laughs> look at season three of glow. You can see my fingers are bony. It's like, and no one, and no one said nothing. No, they don't. No, it's like someone should have said, dude, we got you know what, they had to start writing around the fact <laughs> that that I'd lost that much weight. The fucked up thing about weight, whether you're up or
0: down and and what you are the one that goes, God, I was kidding. And then everyone will be like, yeah, man, we were going to say something. You're no, like, well, cool, then
2: we t- fucking say it. Yeah, it's the same with dating crazy people. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Like, that, that chick was fucking nuts. We I'm, all knew that. I, uh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah, we know. We, we and I'm your best friend, <laughs> and I thought that. Yeah, but yeah. But I just didn't yeah, think to say yeah, it. Yeah, but. yeah. Sorry that you had to get a restraining order. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Sorry you're a fucking... Yeah, yeah, the yeah. The car got broken, yeah, too. The, the, yeah, so the whole house is burnt or just yeah. part of it. Yeah, but... But we're still friends, man. Yeah, I'm friends. Still about I, I just
2: didn't want to, you know, interfere. You know, you don't want to, you know, it's like, it's your shit. You know, you're, yeah. you know, we don't want to get involved. You know, it's not cool. Now yeah. I want to say shit all the time though. I feel like the older I get, the more I'm,
0: I have less reservations about it. But the
2: problem is you don't like, you don't always know. Like you, I mean, you get a sense, yeah. you know, but who the hell knows what people are like, you know, and, and what's really going on True. there, you, you know? And, you don't really know. You don't. And you assume your things are okay yeah. until they're fucking not. Mm-hmm. Oh my God I, I did like I, I my voice is like a, a little uh played because yesterday I had a I'm doing a I'm doing a cartoon movie you mm-hmm. know and we're at the end of it and they'd saved the what they call the efforts for oh. the for the last day so that I had to go record yesterday all the efforts it's three pages of grunts and screams oh so you just sit there like <laughs> <"Ugh>, ah, ooh, <laughs> eh, ah, <laughs> like can we get three of those <laughs> <laughs> great work Yeah, whole day of that is kind of entire. You're doing all. You're doing like so many acting jobs now. You're always on something. I it's it's kind of uh, fun to challenge. Like I'm I'm getting off on it. You know. Do you you enjoy it? Well, I didn't I didn't understand what it was that was because I kept getting cast as some kind of half a version of me. Mm -hmm. You know. So I never really like. And I talked to a lot of actors on the podcast, and I was like, How do you appreciate this? Because shooting TV. Or movies is is long. It's you know a lot of waiting. It's, yep. a, it's hard not to get impatient, but that's part of the job. You start to realize, like, you know, big actors a lot of them they just got into it. Sort of like I can just hang out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like you know, why do you like doing this? Like I just I get a nice trailer, just yeah. hang out in there, and read and do what I want. It's like then that's your life. We dude. shoot for a little while. Yeah, and right. Go... It's like I can't sit in a fucking trailer. Mm-mm. I go nuts. Yeah, but um, but now like I'm I you know I took a role that uh, you know. It was one of these things where this director kept bothering me. It was fucking peak COVID. You know, I'm in a massive amount of grief, you know, cause I lost somebody yeah. and you know, and, and this guy won't leave me alone. He's like, this, I want you to do this movie. I'm like, why me? He's like, why well, just, I, I, I just think you'd be perfect for this part. And I'm like, well, what is it? It's like, it's this guy, he's Texan. I'm like, wait, what? So I, he keeps bothering me and I'm like, um, okay. And I talked to my management and somehow they all convinced me that doing a, a movie in the middle of COVID mm-hmm. would be safer than going to Ralph's <laughs> right? right. Right. Yeah. And it, it made sense to me and it might even be true because there were protocols and everything else. But the point is, is that like this role, I was nervous because this guy is not like me. He's not neurotic. He's not a Jew. He's not, you know, uh, angry and he's like Texan and he's kind of a, uh, you know, kind of a heartbroken character, but it's a big part. And I, and I say, okay, I'll do it. And I say to the guy like, but I don't know about the accent, man. I don't know about the accent. And then, like, I talked to James Caan. You know, uh, this is the weird thing about doing what I do and about how he approaches things. And if you start to watch like the real movie stars do parts where they do an accent, they never hold it. You know, it's always in and out. Yeah. And you don't really get too fucked up about it because, you know, if they're showing up for the part, it's fine, you know? Yeah. So that was, I implanted that rationalization in my head. Yeah. You know, like, I'll, I'll just do my best. And if I fall out of it, fuck it. Who cares? What's yeah. that, is that what the review is going to be? No bad accent. Yeah. And it wasn't Boston, right? Which is, you never do that. Never no, take no. a show that, where you got like, hey, how are you? Yeah. So, <laughs> so, I got, so I meet with the, you know, I do the dialogue coach thing and I get, you know, and she, it was so funny because it was a Lubbock, basically a Lubbock uh, accent. And, uh, you know, as a point of reference, she said, you know, she gave me some links to Mac Davis interviews, you know, Mac Davis, the singer is, and the, is it, he from Lubbock? Yeah. Okay. But it's a very subtle kind of trip. And she, and you get these keywords where you kind of, you know, how they say certain things. Yeah. And I just said, fuck it, man. If this, if I'm going to be an actor, this is like, this is part of the, sure. The application of the skill. Right. And I fucking did it. And uh, I have no idea how it came out. The, the director's like, it's great. And I'm like, well, what do you know? You guys always say that. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Like, what's it going to be? Is this going to be, like, I don't know, man. But yeah, more of, that, that, was more of a, uh, that was more of a Theo Vaughn. Yeah. The, 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 the trick is really is how to get the sounds and then not make it a caricature. So you've, right. you've got to make it your, your voice. And, you know, and figure out the words where, you know, I, I don't know. I have to see the words. I can't just drop back into it, but I did the work and I hopefully it, it shows. That's up. awesome. Yeah. I worked on, I've been working on my text and Welp since I live there now. So here it is. Ready? Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, <laughs> it's,
2: all it's, nice. Yeah. it's nice. I, I like it because you kind of suck it in. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's not a, you know, it's a, yeah. there's a passive aggression to yeah, it. Yeah, there is. You <laughs> there know, is. they like, you know, we've all taken the hit here. Yeah. So. Like, uh, I've been making fun of uh, you guys. for m- moving there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a been lot. fun, man. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I know. I also feel like my lifestyle is amazing. Well, you're, so. I think you're different. You know, I, I think that, you know, you're your own guy. You're your own life. You weren't one of the guys that, you know, rented out space in Joe's ass. And, you know, yeah. You, <laughs> it's just like, it's like a human centipede in Austin. It's like Elon Musk, Joe Rogan, and three middle acts. You know, so... But you seem to do your own thing. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, we have our own, you know, our own... See, people are going to see that and go, look at Mary, he's bitter. It's like, yeah. why wouldn't I be? <laughs> why? A hundred million dollars for going, I don't know. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's, that's a lot. Hey, Rogan's pushing back. I don't know, man. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, Look, God bless, but like I'm not going to sit here and accept Austin as the next Shangri La, yeah. Because what people always forget to finish a sentence, you know. Hey, man, I'm moving to Austin, Texas. Yes, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's still Texas. Oh, it's really Texas. It's really Texas. It's like the hipster Alamo. It's this little enclave. It does
0: feel like you're in. You're totally in a different unit. Like obviously, it's the most time I've ever spent there. Usually, you come in, you do a weekend of shows, right? You know, but it's it is not like any other texas experience you
2: know no i look i i've always liked it i've spent time there yeah. you know it's but you know let's be honest it's four stores a lot of meat yeah and uh a lot of musicians who are you know failed elsewhere <laughs>
0: so like it, <laughs> yeah things didn't pan out yeah, Nashville. Nashville. It's like, yeah. i'm
2: back yeah yeah <laughs> you
1: guys
0: still want to play the funny thing was when we we actually you know bit like made the decision to move and everything honestly is always predicated when you're When you're married with kids it's like your wife has to be on board with this thing sure and when she was like no we're like when she was on board i never thought she would leave la ever yeah and so when she's like no i'm very excited about and like being
2: the driving force i was like all right let's go yeah but also like you know there is like a tax benefit there's a tax benefit there's a
0: definitely like as like real road dogs you know we basically tour all the time oh yeah That's very exciting to have that Right, year-round touring from the center of right. the country basically. Oh, yeah. okay. That yeah. part's really yeah, exciting yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah. But I also had this thing where I go, you know, if we don't like it, um, there's no rules that say you can't move, like we'll move back to LA. And then she was like, oh, we're not moving back. Yeah. And I was like, uh,
2: okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Decided. Really? Yeah. And she was like, definitely not. Yeah. She, was like, I, she wasn't happy here or she just doesn't want to move again? She definitely doesn't
0: want to move again. And she also really wants our boys to feel like centered and grounded and in one place. So she's like oh, if they're right, start right. they're starting school here as my all, all her oldest starts kindergarten. Right. She goes,
2: I am not fucking moving him in third grade. Right. Well she grew up in some insanity.
0: Yeah, she grew up in some insanity. Yeah. And, you know Yeah, you want stability. She and I skilled. look look,
2: I get it. Like I grew up in New Mexico. I get Texas and I you know, I'm not even saying it's it's not a, a great place in some ways, but it's just sort of like there was this momentum of sort of like it's all moving. I, I tweeted the other day, I'm like, I heard that uh all comedy audiences are moving to Austin. <laughs> <laughs> i hope that we have like everybody's talking like so
0: creek in the cave is open there which Woo! has been great. No, the, great the vulcan uh uh yeah. gas whatever it's called yeah we've done shows there but the clubs still have to open so like cap city shut down so that but has, that's gone though right well it's gonna someone's gonna reopen it is grossman
2: he, gonna reopen it
0: he no he's opening helium separately holy so,
2: shit what, but it's just it's just, what
0: i know and there's another club that's gonna open too
2: what about the, what about Rogan's, um, what's Rogan he, he, Rogan the Rogan world? Where you have the club, world. the supplement counter, and yeah. the training camp.
0: <laughs> the supplement counter is still open. Um, no, he was going to open a place that that
2: place didn't pan out, but he's still looking at other spots. I just, I, just, like, I just thought it was an amazing amount of movement just so Joe could have his own booth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he brought, he brought people with I him. Know, I, I mean, know, I know, I know. Store people went there. Yeah. yeah. I know, Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. Uh, it's, look that was the only thing that was starting to drive me nuts. It's not like, you know, I, I really have nothing against any of them. Yeah. Anybody. But it was just this establishment, the idea that like, no, show business is moving to Austin. Yeah, It's "It's not. No. You know, and it's like, it was like such kind of crazy pandemic thinking. Like, let's go. It was,
0: it was. I mean, that's part of it is definitely pandemic fueled. Yeah. Um, And I think people get excited. Like we, we even did too, about the fact that, that, you know, significant, companies are going it just means that like a city is growing you know you're yeah gonna but get, that
2: must be the bane of Austinite's existence of course it is uh, you know i i mean whole foods was always there whole could, F- i know but now uh oracles moving I know, there i know it's like it's going to be the you know the kind of the the tech raping yeah of a of a sweet town oh
0: yeah they're gonna it's gonna ruin
2: things that oh, people love totally of yeah, course yeah, yeah. but like i'm like yeah i'm fine yeah so well i mean <laughs> i don't yeah i really did like you but you start to realize as you get older that that um you know every place really becomes a small town because you eventually figure out what what your round what rounds you make exactly And no matter how big the city is like i lived in new york for years but it, i lived in a new york of you know four blocks and a few separate places and yeah. that's that and that's what i did here for 19 years yeah 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 i mean i've never been wherever the fuck we are right now yeah i'm not gonna thank you for taking me out here. i'll, I'll I tell you something i regret fucking getting this place <laughs> I'm like, Like, yeah, okay, so I was driving out here. I'm like, why? Wait, what? What is this? Here's a, I'll tell you why. Wait. I'll tell you why we, we picked this. It's not place. even a strip mall. I don't
0: even know what this is. This is a. It's a, it's sad and it's it's dangerous. Would you
2: call it an office park?
0: Yeah, business okay. park. Yeah, okay. yeah. I I think what here's what happened. We used to live. So this is one of the reasons she's sick of moving. We used to live 15 minutes from here. I remember okay, the place the, with the, the studio. Place where you went. The place where you went. Okay, this is 15 minutes from that. Yeah. So that's a very easy commute. Right. And you're like, you know, this is. Whatever. And now it's like you have to commute from Texas. Longer. Oh, that's, a, that's a little bit longer. Uh, but then we moved in LA over the hill. Yeah. So this
2: became like a 30, 40 minute commute. And then now we have to get on flights. Yeah. <laughs> but, so, but but this is where you your guest base is. Is that the deal? And it, Bert's here. You can't get Bert to Texas? Oh, he's going to. Te- he's not going to move there. Yeah. Because uh, his girls are in high school. But
0: he's going to fly out a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. To do this. To do this. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and we'll just bank. We'll do like four at a time, you know, over a couple of days. Yeah, like a strip show. Yeah, yeah. do the do do a month's worth. Yeah, that's the. I mean, that's what I'm doing with this week. This yeah. week, I've been here every day doing multiple podcasts every day.
2: Yeah, I I get it, and it like it been and you got to sustain it. I guess there's don't is there anybody in Texas that you talk to that no. I talk to? Do you have a studio set up there?
0: Yeah, like, yeah. That's the reason that we're even coming back right now is because that studio's not done being built. Oh.
2: That's the only reason. Now, are people flying in to do shit? People are flying in to do shows. Yeah, in Texas, mm-hmm. not. But your show, I'm saying,
0: like, well, you know, we haven't like, we haven't set it up yet. But yeah, the offers will be there that like will fly you up. We'll put you out. Oh, really? Yeah, uh,
2: yeah. So you're running that big an operation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Negotiating with agents um, can't do first. Yeah, but we can do uh, you know business select. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. On Southwest, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, no, it, oh, it really depends on who who we're flying out. It'll yeah, be like nah, dude. Yeah. You're sitting in the back of the bus. Get the fuck out of here. But like, if it was you, yeah. I'd be like, Hey man, yeah. 2d work. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: I'll take you up on that. Yeah. Have some brisket. Oh dude, the fucking, the food really is unbelievable. Yeah. But, but again, I mean, you know, uh, it, of, an, of a certain type of food that you can eat maybe once or twice a month without dying. As a dying. skinny guy, I'm on board with you. Yeah. Um, yeah. But did you, have you got, like, I usually go out to Opie's. That's where I go. Haven't been there. Like, I know a lot of people, everyone's got their barbecue place, but there was a period there, like, I have a relationship with Austin. I used to go there a lot. Mm-hmm. And I went out to that place, where the the town where I always forget where the three or four barbecue places are. Was it Lock, Stock, what, Lock, Lock? What, what? Lockhart, Lockhart, yeah, drive out to Lockhart. That's where Blacks and uh, Mueller's and is. There There's a few out there, and then there's a, another one sort of out in the boonies. And then you got Franklins in town and yeah. Coopers, and then La Barbecue is one that I just got into. It's amazing. Don't know anything about La Barbecue, but like years ago, a food critic mm-hmm. in, who I met at South by Southwest, yeah. who was, I believe, and I'm not saying this in a to, to to mock them, was obese and in some sort of vehicular. Uh, <laughs> Uh, wheelchair of some kind I don't know It's a cool combo Yeah But <laughs> e. Todd would fucking find that hilarious <laughs> is like, Start googling pictures Food <laughs> critic <laughs> Obese Wheelchair So like <laughs> But Yeah But but she told me uh-huh. <laughs> It's even better It's a girl
3: <laughs>
2: <She's>, uh, <laughs> dude, <laughs> stop. stop it It's uh, so yeah. terrible but she told me to go out to Opie's, which is like the other way okay it's now it's out where willie i think lives but it's in spicewood okay and the great thing about it is you drive you got to drive you got it like it's a you got to drive 30 minutes mm-hmm. to to this barbecue place and when you show up at this place it's like a hanger you know and it just says Opie's on it and, yeah. and you're like well it's like a you know you've arrived at this sure. thing and you walk in and they've got like, you know, like an old smoker. That's not hooked up with the stuff in there that they have for the day. So you, you, they, you just open it up. It's like a, a open casket uh-huh. and they got the sausage and the chicken and the ribs and the brisket. And you kind of, I'll give us some of that and they'll yep. slice it off from the pound. But they got free beans. Okay. Most of the time. And they make a fucking, these cobblers are amazing. Bluebell ice cream. And, and if you have a corn, they have like a jalapeno corn, uh, like sh- dude, tater tot casserole. This is your spot. Yeah, if you're you going
0: Austin, it. are you planning it? You always going, I'm gonna go. I'm going to go. Oh yeah. Oh, you do. Okay.
2: Oh yeah, and I talk about it, and yeah. they treat me like you know uh, a king because like I've never shut up about Opie's, and I know I've like I've given them a tremendous amount of business. I'll take you to La Barbecue though. I, I, I'm telling you, man. I, I've, I heard about that. I remember when, it's not an old place, but it, no. it got a good reputation. It's good. Yeah, I never went to Franklin's because there's no fucking way I'm going to wait online for meat. Definitely not doing. But uh, I know it's great. Yeah, I've, I've cooked his recipe for brisket on my. uh my Traeger grill, which I got for nothing. Thank you. Thank you, Traeger grills. I've, I've, I use hey, Traeger, send me a grill. Do you have one? You don't no, have I don't, one? I don't have one, no. How did they not give you one? I don't know,
0: Traeger. <laughs> <laughs> I have not. I use it constantly.
2: I, I've only heard good things about them, honestly. The only the only downside of the, of the smoker grills yeah. is that you can't actually grill. Do you understand? You only smoke. You have to smoke. Oh. And in order to get grill-like action, you got to really jam it up. Like, like I'd made a ribeye last night. Mm-hmm. So to do a big old fat ribeye and you want it, you want to get seared. Yeah. You got to smoke the fucker like at 225 for like an hour. And then you take yeah. it off and then crank the, the grill up to 500 uh-huh. and then throw it back on just for like each for side a for a couple minutes yeah, yeah. to get the sear. But yeah. it's great. But you can't get fire. But Uh-oh. you can because the, the the Traegers are basically like a the smoke. pellets, right? Isn't it? Yeah, pellets, but it's a smoke-driven convection oven. Okay, but you, it'll smoke. Like I've done, I've done three briskets. I'm trying to get the hang of that. Pretty good yeah man you do you do it with
0: the uh thermometer like
2: you, yeah yeah you I, I, fuck it i'm not gonna pretend yeah sure you know, like no I'll just do it by feel and i can fuck it up yeah, yeah. like i'm not a restaurant guy anymore yeah you know, like, i'm like i don't need the thermometer and then you're like i think it's done not only is it done it's ruined good <laughs> yeah. job <I> like how <laughs> about yeah, using the thermometer yeah. next yeah. time stupid
0: i i undercook meat too like for oh, a lot of people really so, well yeah and then i, I learned a, a good like it's a you feel like a I don't know, like a total idiot doing it. I, I feel like if you're inside and you have the cast iron grill, you can yeah. reverse sear it. Yeah. Right. So you, you but you like you bake it first, which just feels well. Silly. That's sort of the same. That yeah. I mean, that's,
2: But it's it's smoking it. It's smoking. You can it, call I it know. smoking. It, that's right. You, but it's still you're baking, baking it outside. Yeah, but, I don't know well, with smoke. But yeah. I, I mean, the best is like a high high heat grill. I know, man. And, and but you can't get that really at home yeah i mean you can't if you want a gas grill it's not going to do it like i i have this you know fancy stove that was in the house that i that i that I when i bought it, it it's like a thermidor and it have got like a griddle element in between the four burners i'm like i don't need a fucking griddle why not one of those big fucking grill things yeah you know that'd be good but like the places that do that like the real steakhouses those grills are really fucking hot you're yeah, not you can't I know.
0: you can get a green egg to like Green over egg's six. good. Over, you if know, you want to learn seven. how to
2: do that, yeah, like you know, green egg will smoke too. But you, you then you've got like you got to put together a skill set. See that you do. The, the Traeger is for morons. Hello, yeah. yeah, it's for us. Yeah, you know where you know you you get an app mm-hmm. and and you can control it from your phone and you can control the temperature. There's no sort of like what well, you got to watch the vents.
0: Oh yeah, with it, that green it's egg, it's, it's all about yeah. air and fire control. Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. and yeah. like
2: yeah to smoke a brisket like on a green egg, you got to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's exciting. Like, there was some douchebag who, like, I got the Traeger, you know, it's, you know I was having a good time with it, and some idiot fan emails me. It's like, the Traeger's not going to really do the smoking that you want, man. Yeah. You can hot rod it by adding this thing, but if you really want to smoke meat, you're going to have to get yourself one of these smokers. I'm like... What the fuck buzzkill just, yeah, 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 no, I mean, those people still, are the worst yeah it's like i'm not making i'm not opening a restaurant yeah i'm just I having know. a nice meal there's He's, always that person in any, ap- to his credit he apologized he was like sorry did? man i got carried away I oh just yeah, like, yeah i lost part of my life to smoking
0: <laughs> i respect <laughs> i respect the guy that'll do that and then go my
2: bad yeah oh yeah yeah because yeah. yeah, they, they get all excited They get all excited and then they realize like it didn't like that how much of their life they, their marriage probably went bad because yeah. of yelling about you know like a hickory wood yeah you, you know? yeah okay i can't get oak yeah <laughs> this is bullshit man i've been out there for two hours
3: I'm yeah. leaving. Yo, yeah. Go
2: fuck yourself. Just a guy
0: out by a smoker alone. Anytime anyone mentions a smoker, like, I got to lay into this guy for a second and let him
2: know what can happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's not doing it right. Yeah, but it's, uh, but I use it. I, I smoke fish like a Jewfish, like which I, what's was a Jewfish? Well, I was very excited, you know. Can when, we guess,
0: can we let him guess what a Jewfish is?
2: What Jewfish is? What well, we had a Jew? Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> one of those. Yeah. Full on. Yeah. yeah, you can guess what Jewfish is, what I'm referring to. Mackerel? Yeah, uh, not mackerel, no. Uh, mackerel is oddly not one of the Jewfish. The, the Jewfish I'm talking about, when you go to like uh, Ross and Daughters or a real deli to mm-hmm. get smoked fish, you've got your, you've got your lox, yep. and you've got your whitefish, mm-hmm. and you've also got your sablefish and your sturgeon for the high-end smoke shit, and y- there's a way of doing it. Maybe they smoke mackerel too, but usually it's white fish or lox, but macro, or, uh, sablefish is great. It's, okay. okay, it's just black cod. But in order to make it, like you, you got to, you slice it into sections. I got to brine it. So mm-hmm. like, I like, I just found a recipe online that seemed to work. So, you you get the sable fresh because I go to Fish King in Glendale. It's the best. Okay, they got it's a real fish market. It's five minutes from my house. This is why, like, I love where I live. Like, oh, I, you I'm have five your, minutes from yeah. from Fish King, five minutes from Whole Foods. I don't go to even go to Trader Joe's anymore. I got Walgreens right there. If I need a thing, you know, some mouthwash and toothpicks, and then uh, or or medicine you know you got everything i got everything and then yeah and then like two miles three miles away is the is the uh the americana and i can yeah, if i have to get a suit I'm, i can do it in like Shirt, half hour sunglasses Shirt, yeah tie yeah. sunglasses all of it all of it's yeah. there it's right there but you know, i don't feel it at my house like i'm sitting on my porch my like, i don't feel the presence of Bloomingdale's. yeah yeah so <laughs> it's far enough away to where i don't feel the weight of it yeah okay so i buy the the sablefish then he cut it up and then he i do it a dry brine Right, so I salt, is this interesting? Yeah, I do a cup of salt, uh, two tablespoons of garlic powder, quarter cup of sugar, mix that up, and then just cover that shit with salt and let it sit for three hours, wash it off, let it sit overnight, you know, in the fridge. It develops this sheen to it that's gonna hold the smoke flavor. And then you smoke it for like two, three hours. I love it. And, uh, you know, and then paprika, maybe uh, honey-based a little bit.
0: Do you ever do the thing where you get away like right now you're in it, I'm saying, where you get away from cooking for a while yeah. and then you go like, oh, I actually enjoy, like I, I enjoy it. it. But here's the thing, I used to cook yeah. a lot more and now I realize that I have not like done that in a while, Yeah, like gotten a recipe together and, and bought the things and, yeah. and made it myself, yeah. you know? And then I got fixated right before I flew here, yeah. I ordered <laughs> a bunch of shit to <laughs> make pasta at home. Oh yeah, like uh, the flowers, from scratch, yeah. And I got like the the sticks that you dry it on and oh, like, wow. yeah, I, yeah, I bought yeah. it all yeah so i got a call they're like what my wife she's like what is all yeah, this i yeah. was like oh i'm making uh, pasta from scratch she's like you are and i'm like yep <laughs> yeah and she's like when did you i go i just so when i get back she goes you know how i go i'll fucking figure it out <laughs> and i just want to take this moment to say don't fucking tell me how you do it okay i don't
2: care don't send me a fucking great.
0: message or in the con- this is yeah. what i got it
2: did you get like a a hand crank uh, yep Oh, wow. You're really going to do it. Yeah, yeah. This just may- because I feel like it's been... So there's a 50-50 chance it's going to end up like a wedding present. It could be. It could, yeah. Yeah, it's going to end up with the bread maker in the closet or whatever. The yeah, party. We'll see. <laughs> I get back Saturday. I've done... I've, I've, I've made those purchases before. But no, I cook all the time to the point... Like, it calms me. It's like a... Uh, it's not just a hobby. I cook... I like, I'd rather cook my own food than eat at a restaurant where I'm like, I could have made this or this, yeah. this is garbage. Yeah. I don't know what they use. Is this butter? Is it canola? I portal? really only want to go to restaurants where I'm like, can't this is make impressive. It. Yeah. Or you, it's stuff you can't do. Yeah. 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 Indian restaurants. Like yeah. I'm not going to, I can't, I've tried to make Indian food and yeah. it's fine, but yeah. why not go to the Indian place? Yeah. 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 Chinese food. I'm not going to be able to pull it off. Right. Right. I hardly ever eat Chinese food. I don't I know remember, why. I love,
0: I don't eat that much. No. Hmm. No. Thai? I used to eat it more. I used to there was like a period where I was eating it all the time Thai. here in L.A. Thai here in L.A. We had a good guy like on Hollywood Boulevard. Thai, uh, yeah, because there's like Thai town. Yeah, uh, yeah. And yeah. then there's um, actually, like every pocket of L.A. has at least a at pretty least good a, Thai yeah restaurant. pretty good Thai restaurant. Yeah. South Bay had a really good one that I would eat at
2: a lot. Mm. Um. But now, now it's been a while. I haven't had I haven't had much Thai. I didn't eat out hard for the pandemic. I I didn't order in at all. I cooked constantly. You didn't it was do great. like uh, not really pick up or anything? Not or? really. Not hardly at all. Sushi? Are you a sushi guy? Yeah, but like I'll I'll even um Do you make your own sushi? well I just made some uh poke yesterday with okay. some uh sea bass. Like cuz the joint the Fish King place, they'll cut up some albacore. They got they usually have a big chunk of tuna, they got sushi salmon, then this uh sea bass I got yesterday. I I like sushi. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I love sushi. It's great. And, and they then, make sushi there too. Like I'm I'm full on Fish King. They're going to hate me for ruining you know the the quaintness of it. Yeah, yeah. It's they just, they because, make it there because you're fucking this the, the the reach of this. Oh no, people are gonna go. Oh, they're gonna go to Fish King. Oh no, yeah. Hey, Marin told us. Yeah, yeah. This was the place. And I mean, this guy's gonna be like, it used to be nice. I'll here. tell you. I'll tell you what. Yeah, don't get the. Uh, everyone, there's a. You know, there's always a fucking racket, dude. Are these fucking nailed down? No, I don't think all so. Right, all right, all right. Hey, but wait. Can no I ask one. you this though? What? Do you? Because I feel like most comedians. That's just funny. You know, yeah. We're an hour, and I'm getting defensive. What, what now,
0: now, Tom? no it's <laughs> haven't about, i done enough it's Wait about now. acting it's about no. acting though because like everybody like every like you know if you go to the store you could pull everyone and be like have you done yeah. acting roles yeah and everyone will be like yeah like you know you could find someone done this show sure. and this movie sure. and this sure. one. but like do you feel like now you're not a, like you're not a comic who's gotten some acting roles but like
2: you're a legit actor now too i don't know how i feel because like i i was able to observe and know how comics handled it you know like when I got my own show mm-hmm. it was on IFC so like I, I no one watched it and it was great four seasons I could just do whatever I wanted it's a, a great show but I learned how to be on TV and I knew the first season or you know season and a half mm-hmm. that I was not going to really know how to do it and I'm just going to have to let that happen because like you know you don't know you can't fake it you know you're on a set doing a thing you've yeah. never done before you're going to have to take the hit and I could see it so what I was, could you see that just your inexperience well, you know, inexperienced? You're like, well, you're well like, yeah well you just sort of like you know you, you're not completely comfortable yeah, yeah on a set i didn't do that kind of training sure i didn't you know i wasn't in front of rooms crying you yeah. know for you know i was i was hiding the crying yeah, yeah yeah but you know actors they stand in front of a group of people crying and yeah. they're all like oh yeah 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 but as a comic you're like i'm not crying yeah yeah, what yeah. Do you may not uh, cry yeah, <laughs> yeah. so <laughs> totally different but uh But I still am wary to call myself an actor, but I don't know why because, like, there's only like a handful of amazing actors, and then there's just a bunch of people that are getting away with it. Yeah, that's totally true. (laughs) That is 100% true. And, you know, and they know that. They're like, it's pretending. Like, when you ask people, like, what's your craft? I'm like, I don't know. It's like either you can do it or you can't. Yeah. Um, But that's where that whole sort of sense of challenging myself, and I think there is, you know, there's obviously, better actors who can do stage and do all that stuff but i think i'm getting better at it I, w- I don't know if i'd call myself an actor but i'm in this this uh this jennifer hudson movie this aretha franklin movie that's yeah. gonna come out in august i think it's gonna be big dude yeah it's a, it's the Aretha. did you ever thing. see aretha live no i did great right yeah it was amazing i saw her in south
0: carolina at a like a mm. 1500 seat theater yeah oh wow and um it was it was fucking it was amazing people she, love her Oh, my God. I remember Danny Glover was at the show because she acknowledged him during the show. Oh, yeah. And I also remember that, um, you know, she came out, and, I mean, of course, Place Goes Nuts, and she sings, you know, one of her songs. And then... Yeah, one of the big ones. One of the big ones. Yeah. uh, And she's in one of the big-ass dresses. She was huge. Yeah. And and she would do, like, a a little uh, uh, move, and then she was like, all right, y'all. And she would walk off stage, and (laughs) you're like, is the show over? And then, like... Twenty minutes later, yeah, she would come back in a new outfit and do like another song or two, and then take a break. Take a break. And that's like the that show was it. like two plus hours of yeah. six outfits and like nine songs. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that was the show.
2: But I mean, it was all it was all the hits. You know? Yeah, that's the show. That is a show. I mean, yeah. those outfits aren't nothing. Those outfits aren't nothing. Yeah, that's like half the show. So yeah. you got a full show. You got like ten
0: songs, ten yeah. outfits. Yeah, it's a full show. It's a full show. It was incredible. I mean, it was great. the worst part is that with someone like that, you know, their their voice is so iconic and the songs mean so much to people. Everyone around you is, is singing, singing the songs yeah. at full volume, yeah, yeah. like everything they've yeah. got. And yeah, you're like I want to die. Yeah. Like just let her do it. That's yeah. why
2: we're all here. Is it why you're all there though? Well, we want to hear this voice, not it's, yours. It's so weird. Like you know, I heard. Paul McCartney, those poor people. Like I heard from Paul McCartney talking about. I got no. I'm not. I'm not saying he's a victim in any way. Yeah, yeah. Because these guys, like, for some reason, uh, you know, did I interviewed Paul? You know, in a live event, right? Yeah. And uh, he's so funny because, like, I talked to a lot of these old dudes, these rock rockers, right? Yeah. And you know, all of them, really, on some level, have to believe and do that they're doing their best work now. In a, you have to, yeah. You have to believe that. But I remember Paul. Like I had to do it at Capitol Records for an event, so it was live. And I, th- I really thought I was going to get him. You know, I did, I, I. It's weird, even though he's a Beatle. Like honestly, I'm a John guy, and and yeah. you know, and, and I brought that with me. You, yeah, you know, what yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. all right, so you're the living one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and <laughs> oh, uh-huh. I, you know, I busted his balls right out of the gate, right when I met him. Uh, you know. It, it was he was promoting one of the last couple of Egypt Station or whatever. Yeah, and I right when I met him, I said, "How you doing, Paul?" It's nice to meet you. Uh, so I, I from what I understand, Beatles is off the table, no t- deals. <laughs> and he's like, "Okay." So, um, <laughs> but but what's so funny is that I'm interviewing him, and I'm like, you know, I talk to a lot of uh, guys of your generation, and they, um, you know, they they usually feel like they're doing their their best work now. Uh, do, do you feel that way? And he looks at me and goes. I was in the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great. That's a
0: great way. To a pretty high bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, no, it's never going to get there, man. <laughs> do you get nervous to interview someone? Like, like did you do like a extra research or just like make sure you have uh, a, a great damn, question? Well,
2: live is like live is different, you know. Yeah, because uh, you're kind of you got to play the audience too. Yeah. you know. I just It was so funny. Like, you know, we started talking about Manson, and and I, he didn't realize that Manson had died. And he's, I, I said, he's died, and he's like, oh, he did. I, that's my part. That's my part in Beatle history. I'm the guy who told Paul McCartney that Charlie Manson was dead. Yeah. That's he had me. no idea. He didn't know. But um, boy, why would he keep up? He's like, he's right. going to get a telegram. It's over, Paul. It's over, man. He's going to be like, finally. Oh, finally. manson has gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Helter Skelter can be what it was again. Yeah. Finally, that song is free from me. The... So. Do I get nervous? I, I get nervous for different reasons. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't that nervous because he's so such such a pro, you know. Sure. Did you feel like the same type of like comfort like Obama, like, or was that like more nervous? Well, no, because like I really had to prepare that because you, you know I didn't want to talk about politics. I wanted to talk about him as a person, and I only had an hour, so I really had to plan that, which I don't usually do. And with Paul, there was somewhat of a plan, but it was loose, and yeah. I'm pretty loose usually. Have you ever been really nervous for a guest? Yeah, I have. Well, I, yeah. I definitely have been really nervous for, guests. for like a hero. Is it like a like a hero get or just no? Uh, a lot of times with heroes, I just I just fanboy. Like with Keith Richards, I was nervous, you know, because yeah. like I'm like I gotta, what am I gonna do? Yeah, yeah. It's Keith, you know, and, yeah. And you can hear it in my voice. I'm like, what? So yeah, you you're, what happened, and then yeah. Uh, but uh, but I always I get nervous with everybody. Yeah, but I'm more nervous when I'm concerned that someone doesn't talk than I am like like of course because that's part of. The way, what I like about doing it is I really don't know. Like, I'm always full of dread before I talk to anybody. I mean, mm-hmm. I had to talk to Ellen Burstyn yesterday, and she's great. Mm-hmm. She's a great actress, and, you know, she's been in everything. And uh, But she's 88, and it's going to be on Zoom. And I'm like, well, that's two things that could go terribly wrong. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, but people have gotten really kind of proficient, and she's got all, you know, she's really together and quick, and, and her memory was amazing. Uh-huh. And, and it was great. So you never know, but I always have an active... A very high amount of dread and anxiety, like David uh, Hidalgo from Los Lobos. I talked to him, and I was terrified because, like, the thing is, is like, especially when you interview musicians or anybody that's been around for a while. It's like you know, you, yeah, I love Los Lobos. I love them. I love those four records. All right, what about the other ninety? Oh Christ! So I gotta, you know, like you start doing like like, I do, yeah, yeah, but like it doesn't, but I and I can't ever get it through my head that it's not going to make a difference. Yeah, you know, it's like when years ago I interviewed. what's his name, uh, from from uh, uh, Tool. What's that guy's name? The lead singer of Tool, the guy. Uh, uh, he'll pull it up right here. Uh, Maynard, yeah. yeah. Maynard James Keenan from Tool. Now, Tool may, may, it was a huge, important thing to a lot of angry men huge. when they were younger. Yeah. I missed it. Yeah. So I don't know anything about Tool, but they're yeah. like, you want to interview Maynard? And I'm like, I don't know anything about Tool. It's like, all right. Yeah, so, that, so to, I always say, "All right, right." And course. now, now I've got a cram tool. Right. I mean, like I'm not 15. Yeah. You know, I, you know, I don't hate my parents in that particular way. I take it out differently. You so know, how did you handle? <laughs> and it? I, I, I've, I've been with women, right? Yeah, so, <laughs> so, but I don't know how to handle it because I'm not coming at it as a fan. But it's usually better because if I'm not a huge fan, the conversation becomes something that that a fan wouldn't do we ended up talking about when he he seems to think that when he was working at a pet store that he had developed a way of placing the food on the shelves that was you know probably revolutionary and we talked about parrots for 20 minutes now no one's going to get that maynard interview not if they're super fans <laughs> yeah no and the super fans are like fuck man i had no idea like yeah. they can't get on you about it right even when i interviewed springsteen which was heavy all those guys who they who know everything about that yeah. motherfucker they were like whoa okay because you weren't asking the typical did you you weren't a big springsteen guy i like springsteen but again like you know i i didn't see 90 shows yeah you know like i have a fun i think i like in i have an uh, initially an innate sort of lack of respect for most people Uh uh-huh do you know what i mean Uh uh-huh it's like (laughs) it's just there it's sort of like what do you who what yeah what do you do you know and it's and it and it's like it's it serves you, you know yeah. you know, I do because one thing I've learned over time that all these guys are people, right, and you know and like and Bruce was that that Bruce moment is like one of my favorite things that ever happened on the podcast because like you know that guy's got his public persona is so like, hey, man, you know, we're just hanging out with the guys, yeah, we're down on the shore, and it's like, uh oh, come on, yeah. But and I, I read some of his book and he's a dark motherfucker and he's hard on himself. Really? And I'm like, it's still in the book. And I'm like, I do not talk to that guy. Yeah. I don't want to talk to like, I don't know, man. Yeah. So <laughs> I just remember I'm waiting in his place. I'm at his place. I'm at the, at the stable house where he keeps his guitars and his motorcycle. You uh-huh. know, and the big house is up there and me and my producer are just waiting there with our little setup, you know, around his shit. And then he comes walking down and it's like, it's like December, late December. And like he sits down, he's bringing his book. He doesn't know me what to expect, yeah. you know. So and he just sits down, and I go like, "So it's pretty crazy up at the house with the Christmas stuff and the presents and everything." The wife and the kids, and he just looks at me. and goes, "Correct." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "I'm in. I'm, I'm in." Talking to yeah, this guy. Yeah. this guy's got a little snark to him. Correct.
0: Yeah, I, um I just never under like. I guess someone broke it broke it down for me once. Like his the. Uh, the church of springsteen like the obsession i'm always yeah. like yeah i don't i don't know i never i never got into it no. i obviously knew who he was and yeah. knew like hit songs but i'm like i don't know and then i started to present the cult oh, like yeah. the people you know sure. and i and, and someone said to me well the thing is what you're doing is you're going i guess i don't understand what their their feeling about the, like I'm just going like I just don't feel the thing that you're feeling. Yeah. When you see because people are like have you seen this show? Are they from they play? New Jersey? Some of them. Yeah. <laughs> but like it's then I would, then people would go you gotta watch this show. Yeah. And they send me like a link to yeah. a show and I'm like yeah no dude yeah three hours long yeah like a guy, and the guys that looking at each other and always like yeah
3: yeah 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 <laughs> and
0: like you yeah. know jam back and forth I go yeah it's a band like the music is not
2: speaking to me I'm right. not going right. like oh my god right but right. to those people they love it. there's just nothing nothing that compares yeah and I think a lot of it has. Has to do with the live show, and a lot of it has to do with you know New Jersey and the spirit of it all and the, yeah. the group thing, you know. Like I, I can listen to a few of those early records, you know. Yeah, and I've listened to the you know, I just remembered like uh man, the pressure that was on that guy after 9-11, you know. Remember when he's like, you know, Bruce will do it, Bruce will do it, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. gonna fix it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like everyone's waiting for Bruce to come out with the song that's gonna make everything okay. God, yeah, right. The yeah. pressure that's and a lot like, of pressure. Come on down for the rise, and you're like. Yeah, that's all right. (laughs) It didn't bring the towers back. (laughs) (laughs) They got us over the hump for
0: a couple days. It was pretty Uh, easy. oh man uh this was a lot of fun mark thank you for coming today man oh it's great yeah it's always good to see you man i guess i'll
2: see you tonight at the store
0: huh yeah i'll see you tonight at the store uh you also um i'll just you have a podcast i do
2: i have and, a podcast yeah. wtf yeah. Uh, you can get on wherever you get podcasts me and dean have a few of those dark fonzies up dark fonzies some, are going i got some dates coming up in august in August, yeah. Wait, I, Let's plug, yeah, plug oh, your you August go. dates. Are you got? Oh, right oh there you go. If you go to WTFpod.com/slash tour, we got uh, August 5th at the Comedy Works in Denver. And then we're going to do uh, that's a few days. I'm trying to work stuff out, Tom. I got you. I'm not like you. You guys are like, I'll just do a theater tour and work this stuff out. Uh, <laughs> it's okay uh, if I do open mic for 2,000 people. Uh, I'll be a Wise Guys. And you're doing stand-up live in Phoenix? August for one 12. night, yeah, nice. yeah. I'm, I'm wary of Arizona. Utah, for some reason, is Okay, that's okay. Uh, wise Guys is great. I, yeah, Helium in St. Louis. Don't know why I'm going to Missouri. But I think, you, you know why I'm doing this is like, I'm not going to sell. I'm not going to play theaters in St. Louis. Not going to happen. So you just go like, I'll just do the club there. Well, yeah, because like if you do, if you want to put the work in but yeah. your ticket prices are usually a lot higher than me because I, I don't know i guess people think that it's a special night i don't know i do thing i don't know so <laughs> this is where mark shits on the host i don't know I don't, what you're doing up know. there but <laughs> people seem to enjoy it you're like a uh, uh, lot of dudes well like, like you how are those shows
0: working out love man
2: <laughs> i'm just doing what i'm doing i don't no, know you, it's, it was his, that was his tag love mess yeah it was yeah um no man i told i i, I really got a weird amount of envy right now uh, to. Uh, to people that just write their bits because like i've got everything's got to unfold for me on stage you know through process yeah so like after the pandemic i'm like i got no process i'm like yeah it was fucking dark for me so now i'm like you know at blank slate and i'm doing like uh the entire month of july at dynasty typewriter i'm just going to improvise two hours yeah to see if i can land on something before When are you doing dynasty uh july all the thursdays in july yeah so this will be on
0: i um, am i'm I've been in clubs now for months. I've been in clubs like trying to like- Work it out. Work it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been been doing clubs. I started doing clubs in October uh, last year. So distanced- um uh, yeah because that so it was reduced capacity to, but it was just to get on stage and start and yeah, i, was I doing didn't like, do it i didn't do it i was doing anything. like six
2: and eight show weekends because i wanted to get as many reps as i could oh that's good man because i didn't i guess maybe i was just nervous or i didn't feel like it or no i wasn't up to it yeah. i didn't do anything until the store weird. opened yeah. i didn't do any of the outdoor shit i'm not gonna do yeah, it Yeah, i did well, i hated the outdoor stuff people were asking me to do it i'm like i i've been doing this you know i i finally gotten to the point where in my career where i don't do th- i don't have to do that no you know what am i gonna hurt myself I don't need it that bad. No, you don't have to do it. So now I'm like, I'm just trying to work this shit out, and I don't really know. I haven't planned a big tour. I, I but what I was going to say is like, in some of the markets where I don't, or I'm not huge, or I can't sell out a theater, maybe I can even. But if you do five shows at a club with a door deal, you can do all right. Yeah, you can. Yeah, <laughs>
0: you know, what it's I mean? silly that we get to make that kind of living. Yeah, it's crazy. I, I, you get used to it, and yeah. then sometimes you just
2: talk to somebody, and it reminds you like this is an insane. Like we're so fortunate. Oh, dude, do it's you crazy. remember when you know you would get like you know six hundred to middle? You'd be like, holy shit, I'm killing. Yeah, I'm killing. And then they'll be like, well, I did have to buy a four hundred fifty dollars plane ticket to get there. Yeah. <laughs> but it's but it's worth
0: it because I'm going to headline when I go back. Yeah, and then for some reason they're not having me back.
2: <laughs> There's clubs that wouldn't have me back for like seven years, dude. And Acme, I'm like Acme, a decade. A decade. A decade, that yeah. guy. And like and then out of nowhere, he just at the Montreal Comedy Festival, he just came up to me and started groveling. Yeah. Like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm like, you ought to be. Yeah. This is like one of the best clubs in the country. And because like, you know, I tried to fuck one of your waitresses, I'm an asshole forever. <laughs> <laughs> and she
0: finally died, so you're welcome back. <laughs> uh all right. Well, right, go see you. Mark. Um, listen thanks, to his bro. stuff. Thank you for having. Thanks for coming. Yeah, man. Man. All right.
1: Bert and Tom, Tom and Bert. One goes to topless while the other wears a shirt. Tom tells stories and Bert's the machine. There's not a chance in hell that they'll keep it clean. Here's what we call Two Bears, One Cave. No scripts, a bit of booze, amateur partology. Dirty jokes, raunchy humor, no apologies. Here's what we call Two Bears, One K.